What up? It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulker and hope you had a fabulous weekend. Maybe got out to see the Martian. Was going to do that last night. I think I'm going to do that tonight and uh, I will report back. I, I promise that I will do that uh, because I'm very excited to see it. As I said, it was one of my favorite books of the summer. So I'm going to get that done. And then uh, we've got a lot of other stuff to do this week. As the countdown to keynotes continues, uh, first one next week and then two at the end of the month and then whatever I can squeeze in in between. Keep you posted on that. So without further ado, it's the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulker, and today we're going to talk about Amazon. We will talk about Pepsi Future, which is very exciting, and we will talk about more Snapchat. And we'll start actually with Snapchat because I know a lot of you uh, ask me a ton of questions about Snapchat, and I know people are actually snapping questions at me, which I appreciate greatly, as I've been saying that, that this is kind of, for me, one of the most exciting platforms of 2015 to play around with, and this month is no different. Okay, so you have undoubtedly, if you're on Snapchat, undoubtedly you have played with the lenses, which are uh, those crazy things where you can make um, rainbows vomit out of your mouth and you can uh, turn yourself into a scary pumpkin or a scary gargoyle or whatever. This is how that actually works because I know uh, um, a couple of people have been asking me questions about the lenses themselves. The lenses themselves, in a stroke of brilliance, I should say, operate exactly like Snapchat stories do. So the lenses stay around for 24 hours. So the, whatever you're looking at today, one of those lenses will fall off and you'll get a new one tomorrow. And starting this month and probably this week, uh, brands can now buy those lenses and be a part of your snappy future selfie self. And here's what's really interesting. So Snapchat is, I think it's a $450,000 buy-in to do a daily lens. So you can buy a lens for your brand for $450,000. Now, in a very Uber-esque move, if you've ever driven an Uber, you know that when you reach a peak time, the prices go up. Hey, there's a ton of people that want rides and not as many cars. And so therefore, it's three times the price or four times the price. In the same stroke, uh, Snapchat is going to charge upwards of 750 to a million dollars for those lenses on peak days, like let's say Halloween or Black Friday or Thanksgiving or Christmas or New Year's Eve. And um, you're thinking to yourself, well, I mean, who's going to spend that money? Well, there are brands right now lining up to do 10 million, 10 million dollar campaigns with Snapchat using the lenses specifically. 10 million, so 10 different, 10 or 20 different instances where they want their lens to be in front of you and they want you to use their lens for your selfie. As I've said a million times in the last three weeks, if you are somebody who says that you do marketing and you are not playing around with Snapchat to see if it works for your customers, any of them, I really think you're missing the boat. This is going to be a huge year for Snapchat. And when we get to 2016, you're going to start to see that thing that you see, which is, hey, Facebook starts out as 18-year-olds are using it. And then it ends up being um, 20-somethings are using it. Then it's 30-somethings are using it. Then it's 40-somethings are using it. And as the 40-somethings are using it, the 13 to 14, 15, 18-year-olds are jumping off to do something else. That something else was Instagram. And then what happened? Oh, we all gravitated towards Instagram. And while there's a ton of millennials still on Instagram, you're seeing it creeping slowly but surely to an older demographic. At least surprisingly enough right now, LinkedIn is obviously the oldest of the social mediums with, a, I think, the median age is 44 years old. So you're getting this uh, creep of 
older people jumping into these platforms as they get more comfortable with them. Snapchat, I think it's going to be a minute or two longer because I see a number of people, I, I saw one today, where they still don't natively, like instantaneously know how it works because it works unlike everything else. So when you're filming a YouTube video with your iPhone, when you see some idiot hold it straight up and down, what do you do? You're screaming about the black bars, right? Like, hey, idiot, turn it the other way and it's in full high definition. Now, that's awesome for YouTube and that's awesome for Facebook native video and I would prefer it if you continue to do to scream at those people and if you're those people if you would fix that on Snapchat only right now works up and down so if you're shooting horizontally uh, it's going to look sideways and, and hard for people to consume and a- again every uh, every single other platform works up and down Snapchat moves left to right and that can be a little bit daunting for a bunch of people so I think that's going to slow down the adoption rate a little bit, not a lot, but a little bit. And as these brands jump in and they're seeing lots of people using Snapchat and not a lot of brands jumping into it. And, I, and while I mean not a lot of brands, I think four hundred fifty or $750,000 is very cost prohibitive for, let's say, the ice cream shop down the street. But you're going to see brands start to make hay here on Snapchat. And you should pay attention. Specifically, this month is a great month to jump into Snapchat if you have not and play around with the lenses and watch as the brands who are using them start using them and what does that look like. Okay, on to Amazon. Over the weekend, they announced that uh, they are getting serious about e-commerce, which is a very fun thing to say considering that they're Amazon. What do I mean by that? Well, they would really like you to use the Amazon Fire Stick. And in order to do that, they're removing all the rest of them so that if you're on Amazon, the only thing you can buy is the Amazon Fire Stick. So you won't be able to buy the Roku, you can't buy the Chromecast, and you can't buy Apple TV from Amazon. You'll have to get that from them. And this is, as far as I know, the first time Amazon has kind of cut out competitors in that specific way. And I know that they've cut out um, things that they will or will not carry depending on whatever the um, controversy of the day is. But this is a very strategic move from them f- to get you to jump into the Amazon Fire and use Prime and use some... They're doing um, original programming on Amazon Prime just like uh, Netflix is doing. So a real big play from them right now to kick off all the other competitors in the streaming TV service. And it'll be interesting to see what happens there if that goes up for them. I mean, this is... Uh, not even close to a threat to any sort of uh, e-commerce that they're currently doing. They're continuing to do gangbusters. But this play specifically in a very strategic way, I'll be interested to see how much, if any, it makes the Amazon Fire go up as people go there to get streaming and just go, oh, well, that that must be the thing that everyone's doing because it's the only thing that comes up in my search. So therefore, I will buy it. It'll be interesting to see how that works out. And lastly today, uh, if you are a Back to the Future fan, you will be happy to know that uh, Pepsi Perfect is coming out in honor of Back to the Future 2. Cubs are uh, on their way to the playoffs and uh, maybe even could be in the World Series. So if you're a a Back to the Future 2 fan, you are uh, enjoying this year tremendously because this is the year uh, of Back to the Future. So what they're doing is they're releasing these bottles. Uh, The Pepsi Perfect bottle is going to be obviously a limited edition. Nearly 7,000 bottles made, and it's going to cost $20.15. 
also genius. And if you are going to New York Comic Con, first, very jealous. Second, if you dress like Marty McFly, uh, they're going to give away 1,500 of the Pepsi Perfect bottles there. So you'll be able to get them there and then obviously run directly to eBay and buy them. But if you are somebody who is a huge fan of Back to the Future, you'll be excited to know that Pepsi Perfect is a real thing and you will be able to get it for $20.15 when they drop that here in just a little bit. So uh, very exciting for fans. of uh back to the future too and I, I think some really exciting branding and some cool stuff that a brand like pepsi is able to pull off and tie into something as people are celebrating and this is going to be a really fascinating year for that sort of 360 campaign ideology specifically when you've seen it was an anniversary year for jaws and so there was a company that showed jaws in the middle of the ocean very cool branding there uh, obviously an anniversary year for back to the future you are getting pepsi perfect very cool stuff. And in December, you're uh, going to get your next shot to check out a new Star Wars movie. You've already been bombarded with every bit of marketing that they can throw at you since Force Friday, but that is not going to slow down as we get into the holidays. So uh, for movies... I think you are seeing a glimpse of the future and you've always seen the product placement and the tie-ins to me on a very kind of rudimentary level, like just the natural things that happen. You're now going to see everything be on a a minion level. So minions were everywhere. Uh, When minions came out, you're going to see that with every movie that they can make sense of. If you're a fan of movies and want to know a little bit more about the science of that, 538 hosts a uh, hosts a blog uh, talks about data and data points specifically. And I think three weeks ago they did one on prognosticating how movies are going to do before they even make it to trailer or conception or anything like that. So check that out. 538, the blog is called, or the podcast, I should say, is called What's the Point? And a really fascinating one about how to guess when movies are going to be successful and when that goes horribly wrong. And you pair that up with all of the uh, marketing integration that you're seeing right now. And by the end of this year, I think you'll have a really interesting photo picture painting whatever medium you like to use of what modern movie marketing is going to look like going forward before we get to virtual reality and 360 uh video and and all of those things so before we get to that point before oculus is a thing that you get in theaters this is where we're going to be for a minute okay uh we will be back tomorrow with another podcast it is the everything is marketing podcast my name is eric halkren